It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor of 50 Pin Place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK, welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., The Oklahoma City Thunder on the first of a back-to-back tonight, taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers. And who knows, maybe Sam Presti brings back Kyle Korver. I doubt it, but we can all have those expectations, right? Or we can all at least think that maybe Sam Presti is thinking along those lines, and maybe he'll at least have a conversation with some of the folks in Cleveland about bringing Kyle Korver back. Sam, if you're listening, please bring Kyle Korver back. Or for Eric, he would appreciate J.R. Smith just from the coverage standpoint. But we know that winning is more important than coverage. Still, J.R. Smith is very entertaining. Amen. With that, let's talk a little Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. Coming up, I'm going to tell you why the next couple of games are very important for Dennis Schroeder as well as Raymond Felton, plus Russell Westbrook going on the road with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Why I'm not exactly crazy about that idea. I know what Billy Donovan's reasons are, but hey, I would have done things a little bit differently. But then again, I'm not paid millions of dollars to coach. I just do an Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, and we will hear from Billy Donovan in segment number one about Dennis Schroeder and about how much faith he has in Dennis Schroeder in running the offense while Russell Westbrook is out. Steven Adams, yesterday I made the case that Steven Adams might be the most underappreciated player in the National Basketball Association, and I still believe that. And one of the reasons Steven Adams is underappreciated that even though he doesn't like the media scrums as much as he used to, he can still be entertaining. And if you haven't gone to YouTube to see his recent media scrum, you need to go see the entire thing, but we'll let you experience some of it coming up in segment number two and talking about just when Steven Adams may exactly get his due from everybody in the NBA. And finally, we will wrap things up today with the association making the move to televise the NBA player draft For the upcoming All-Star Game, it'll happen either January 30th or January 31st on TNT. I love this idea, and we'll also kind of take a look and explore, if Russ was a captain, what would Russ's team look like? This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and News Radio 1000 KTOK, respectively both members of the iHeartMedia family. I've covered the Thunder now for six seasons, or I'm in my sixth season of covering Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. I am a credentialed member of the media. I hope you like what you hear, and if you do, please go to LockedOnThunder.com to check out all our archive podcasts, as well as 
LockedOnPodcast.com for all the other podcasts in the Locked On Podcast Network, plus at Locked On Thunder, we will have video and audio from players and coaches throughout the season. Russell Westbrook out the next couple of games for the Oklahoma City Thunder, at least one game, although he is making the trip to Cleveland, and let's explore that for a second. I'm not crazy about Russ making the trip on a sprained ankle. I would personally rather Russ be in Oklahoma City getting treatment, resting, being off his feet, and being able to come back a little bit sooner. Not that he's going to be overly taxed while he's on the road in Cleveland. And I understand Billy Donovan's argument wanting to bring Russell Westbrook along because Russell Westbrook is really good when he's on the bench. When he is that injured player or a guy that is sitting out a game, he, a sense, becomes another coach for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He does a great job of encouraging guys, talking to them, making sure that they're mentally right, pointing out things that they don't necessarily see, and that can be a help, especially when you're getting it from Russ. And with Russ having that prickly reputation as it is, if there's any guy that is hesitant about getting advice from Russ or talking to Russ, this certainly does open the door for Russell Westbrook to kind of reel them in and give them an opportunity to get to know him and what he's all about. Still, I'm not a huge fan of it. And when you talk about that aspect of it, as all well and good as that sounds, you also have a guy like Raymond Felton. And while Raymond Felton is not Russell Westbrook, he is somebody that is respected in that locker room. And he is that other coach on the bench. And there isn't a single time that he won't talk to players and try and help them out, even guys like Paul George. So let Raymond Felton fill that role because these next couple of games are huge for Raymond Felton. First of all, I will say Raymond Felton has proved his worth to the Oklahoma City Thunder organization. If the Thunder don't know and understand his worth from everything that he brought last year and his willingness to accept a role, or at least if he doesn't want to accept it, not make any issue out of it, the Thunder know what kind of character Raymond Felton is. And he is a guy that players will listen to. And if Raymond can go out and run this second unit, as well as we know he can run the second unit from his time last year, and be as close to the player that he was in the last season, then the Thunder, when they start thinking about getting rid of Dennis Schroeder, And, of course, I operate with thinking that the Thunder are going to try and trade him. They may very well not. They understand that, okay, you can trade Dennis, and you've got Raymond here, and everything will be all right. The dynamic's going to look different. Raymond's obviously going to run the offense a lot different. But you don't have to worry about giving Schroeder away because of lack of depth, and you have a veteran guy here that can, can seal that up. Obviously not the athlete that Schroeder is. And if Schroeder wants any chance to stay in Oklahoma City, then these next couple of games are tremendous for him. The Thunder 0-2 with him as a starting point guard. Now he's got the opportunity to go right that ship and get a couple of wins without Russell Westbrook on the floor and show that, A, I can run a team, I can be your backup, you put me in multiple positions, and I'll still be successful. And so far this season... The guy that we saw during the preseason isn't the guy that we're getting from Dennis Schroeder now. And he needs to not only show Oklahoma City, but the NBA, that he can be that guy every single time that he steps on the floor. 
And I'm waiting to see it from Dennis Schroeder tonight. All that being said, Billy Donovan does, or at least Billy Donovan is telling us he has supreme confidence in Dennis Schroeder and everything that he brings to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, no, he was great. And I think for him, too, you know, with, with, with Russell being out and the ball being in his hands a lot, I think he can learn from the game um, in terms of just what's open, what's available. Um, I thought the communication between uh, Dennis and Paul and, and Steven, you know, just offensively coming down the stretch was really positive in terms of how they were being guarded, what's open, what to look for. Uh, but I thought Dennis, you know, he's a he's a he's a smart basketball player. Um, he really made some timely plays and some timely shots, uh, where maybe we were kind of up against a little bit. It, it was almost a similar situation to Boston. You know, in the fourth quarter we fouled way too much. I think we put him to the free throw line 17 times, but we had fouls like 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 94 feet from the basket. It just you know we got we got to do a better job there with that. But you know, guys kept playing and battling, and their effort was incredible tonight. Being good down the stretch is one thing. Leading the second unit is one thing. But having that chemistry with the starters and being able to be good from somewhere around 36 to 40 minutes for the next couple of games, that is a whole different beast. And Dennis Schroeder is a guy that I'm going to be watching. And no matter what he does against Cleveland, it's the next night against Houston. I want to see that. And the back-to-back is a killer for Oklahoma City because Houston has the day off. Thunder are on the road to Cleveland. They will come back home to play the Rockets at home, most likely without Russell Westbrook and still trying to get their legs under them. But no excuse. That's the NBA. That's the way the schedule's set up. And the Thunder need to go out and win these two games and most likely or actually when they meet the Rockets, they will still be playing a team that is desperate, a team that is desperate to get above that 500 mark which the Thunder have reached at this point, and the Thunder need to stay desperate to stay above 500 and not get themselves into too much of a trap and find themselves hovering around that 8-9 spot for too much longer here in the NBA season. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, we talked about Dennis. Well, we did, we've already talked about Dennis Schroeder. But coming up next, we have talked about Steven Adams being the most underappreciated player in the National Basketball Association. But I think if everybody got the opportunity to talk to Stephen Adams, at least one, it might not, for one, it might not be that way. I'll explain what I mean, and you'll get to hear some audio from Stephen Adams coming up next on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thunder and Rockets tomorrow here at the peak, which means it's an early episode, if we get our act together, of the Locked on Thunder podcast. No, it will be an early episode tomorrow of the Locked on Thunder podcast. We'll have one out tomorrow. 
And if you would like to check out that episode as well as any others, the best way to do it is LockedOnThunder.com. There's also LockedOnPodcast.com. You can subscribe via Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Alexa. And of course, there's the Locked On Sooner podcast where tonight we're going to be talking about the college football playoff and OU being ranked a lot higher than I thought they were going to be ranked. Okay, well, one spot higher. But West Virginia wasn't ranked as high as I thought they would be. So what does the committee think of OU? What does the committee think of West Virginia? That's what we discuss on the upcoming episode of the Locked On Sooners podcast. Steven Adams, the most underappreciated player in the NBA. And I will stick to my guns on that until I hear more national guys give Steven Adams the credit that he deserves. And when the Thunder play, you're going to talk about Paul George and you're going to talk about Russell Westbrook, and they should be. They should be the guys that are the, the, the sexiest things to talk about because most likely any casual fan, if you don't watch the NBA night in, night out, you might not really have a good feel of what Steven Adams is. You might know about the hair, you might know about the beard, you might know about him getting under people's skin, but even that might be giving the casual fan too much credit. So when you talk about the Thunder, you've got to mention the stars and you never want to lead with Steven Adams. Well, eventually there comes a time where you're going to have to lead with Steven Adams, especially if he can become that 25-10 and 10 guy that Paul George talked about. But the reason he's underappreciated is because in positionless basketball, Steven Adams is a true center and nothing else, and he's a true center that has a center skill set. He doesn't have the skill set of an Anthony Davis or a Boogie Cousins. That doesn't mean that he can't give these guys fits. And the longer he continues to give these guys fits, especially during these nationally televised games that the Thunder will be playing throughout the year, then maybe all of a sudden it's not just those in Oklahoma City and not even those in the know of basketball they will start to develop an appreciation for Steven Adams. But if that doesn't happen, then we've got to hear this guy get interviewed time after time. Because when Steven Adams gets interviewed, he has a tendency, even if he's not really enjoying what's going on in the media scrum, to say things that will make you laugh or to say things that will make you think. Um, don't just don't ask him about the X's and O's because Steven won't get into depth on that. And with all that in mind, here is a little bit of Steven Adams from the other night during the Thunders win over the New Orleans Pelicans. That would be Monday night. And um, I don't know if this is NSFW or not. I can't remember if I edit it. But if it is, just get ready to cover the old kids' ears. Here's Steven Adams, and uh, we'll start with him talking about his defense on, well, one Anthony Davis. Steven, Steven. considering the, the role you guys have been on you now five straight, to have Russell go down, is it just is it just kind of disappointing that you guys are starting to really hit a stride and to, to lose a guy like him for you know unknown time at this point? I mean, regardless of the stride, it's just shit that you lose a play. Regardless, I mean, it's nothing to do with fucking winning or losing. That's you know, your boy. You know, that, that's what it's not. Yeah. Yeah, what was going through your head just on a personal human level when you saw him go down? That's just shit. Yeah, it's just real shit. Yeah, it feels bad. Steven, what do you think? Of, what do you think of Dennis's mentality? Just as a um, <laughs> Dennis shooter, what do you think of his mentality? Just as a player, that's good. Yeah, yeah. same like the rest of us. Maybe he wants to win a game, so seems pretty onto it. I guess. 
What did you think of the way that he handled the game when he had to come in for Russell um, from the end of that third quarter on? Yeah, he did a good job. Came in, you know, hit some shots, which is good. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. I mean, he's still, like, his mindset then is still going to be the same as, say, next game. Even if he make, misses or makes the shots, his mindset is still the same. Same with the rest of us. Still the same as just say he hit some shots, which is good. Works in our favor. Coach said you did well defensively. Yeah. Coach said you did well defensively against Anthony Davis. What do you feel like you did well? Sorry, man. Coach said you did well defensively against Anthony Davis. What do you feel you did well and what worked for you? I just I just had a, had a game plan, man, but honestly, like, he, he missed a lot of easy ones, to be honest. Like, there was a lot of breakdowns and, you know, got lucky on the, on the, on the field. And, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I guess I, sure. If he'd, gone, lucky, if he'd gone for dipping dots, were you going with him? I mean, like you were, you were with him everywhere he went. It seemed like. Yeah, have to just try and just make sure that tire him out, lean on him, something. But he's, he's a really good player. He's one of those high volume shooters, really talented players. And it's like you just have to do that. You have to play. What's the dipping dots? It's ice cream. <laughs> ice cream of the future. <laughs> Americans always thinking of like better stuff. Uh, and yes, we are. And when Stephen Adams was talking, I was thinking about eating ribs the entire time. So no, you hit the nail on the head there. But dipping dots are all right, man. Don't sell them short. Uh, I noticed that the uh, Thunder were at the Math and Science Academy this week. But the next, the next big promotion that the Thunder have to do is they have to get. They have to get shacked up with Dippin' Dots, and they have to introduce Stephen Adams to Dippin' Dots. That's the next big thing. You can see, I can see that on billboards all across Oklahoma City right now, and maybe even all across America, because it's not like Dippin' Dots is just a local thing here, but there's a big endorsement opportunity for Stephen Adams if he just embraces Dippin' Dots. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Actually, that's not. It's just my marketing idea. Stephen Adams and Dippin' Dots. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next, the NBA making a bold move. But is it a move that suits Russell Westbrook? We'll tell you what that is next. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. LockedOnThunder.com is your source for all things Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, audio and video from players and coaches. Just go to LockedOnThunder.com and for more podcasts in the Locked On Podcast Network, specifically Locked On Sooners. That's just because it's the one I do. I'll promote the hell out of that one. Uh, go to LockedOnPodcast.com. That's LockedOnPodcast.com and uh, LockedOnThunder.com for everything. And you can subscribe at Apple iTunes, and uh, please, if you feel free, uh, we'd like you to rate us five stars. If you like what you hear that much from anyone of our Locked On podcast in the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NBA is making a bold move. Well, I would to call it a bold move 
is way overstating what this is. Um, that is being as hyperbolic as you can get because this is something that hockey has been doing forever. And that is the NBA is going to allow televisions or the, the NBA, okay, first of all, doing the All-Star game the way the NBA does, which the NHL has done for quite some time to let the captains pick their teams is great. And, and with the NBA being more popular than the NHL, there's going to be more people emotionally invested in it. And this does need to be televised because it's going to create extremely fun, extremely great drama. And seeing who that last guy picked is, is certainly going to spark talk from everybody around the NBA and get just that many more people interested in watching the All-Star game. A game that's usually, for the most part, pretty dull. But with the way it's been split up now, you've got at least some talking points that'll that'll bring some more eyes to the to the tube. And I keep wondering, one, if you're drafting Russell Westbrook, do you really want to draft him last? Is that the smart thing to do? Because Russell make you pay for that sometime during the season, not just at the All Star game, but sometime during the season. Russell Westbrook will hold a grudge and figure out a way to make you pay for picking him last in the All-Star game. The other thing I started thinking about is, what if Russell Westbrook ever becomes captain of the All-Star game? I can't see it right now, but just in case he does, what would Russell Westbrook's team look like? And I'm inclined to think that Russell Westbrook's team is him and then he somehow figures out a way to make Nick Collison his backup and that's it. It's Russ versus the world, figuring he doesn't need anyone else to go out and beat a group of all-stars. I really, th th that is Rush. You know that is the mentality that Russell Westbrook has. But who he would pick for his team, very interesting. And the other thing I love about this, love about televising the all-star pick, is next year, with this being such a huge NBA free agent class, if... LeBron picks Kevin Durant. Then there's going to be the talk about LeBron trying to recruit Kevin Durant to the Lakers all All-Star game long. There's going to be the talk of LeBron trying to recruit Kawhi. If, you know, like Every little move made, we're going to read way too much into it. And we're going to think that we're over... And what's really funny about the NBA is we'll think that we're overplaying our cards, we're overstepping our bounds, and then all of a sudden... Something will happen in the offseason that we can just trace back to the All-Star game and two guys getting an opportunity to spend time together and then they end up on the same team. I guarantee you that'll happen. But this just develops so many subplots. And that's what not just the NBA feeds off these days, but that's what sports feeds off these days is all that created drama. And you can make fun of it all you want, but with that created drama, with the storylines, with the backdrop of free agency and who's going to get picked last, this becomes one of the most compelling, fun pieces of television that you can watch all year long. There may not be a better television show than watching the NBA All-Star Draft just because of who's getting picked, when they're getting picked, and how much we're going to read into every single pick that happens. I'm all for this. I love it. January 30th, get here soon because it's Christmas in January. It's an early Christmas for all of us or late, depending on how you want to look at it. 
seeing as January is the first month of the year and Christmas is just wrapped up. But I like, I love this idea. And to think that somebody might be a little bit more competitive or a little butt hurt because they didn't get picked makes it even that much better. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. We'll be back tomorrow talking about the Thunders game with Cleveland and looking ahead to the upcoming game with the Houston Rockets. And until tomorrow, everybody love everybody and peace, love, and thunder. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.